we find ourselves in incredibly overwhelming times. Coming off the tragedy in Meron, we see just over the last 24 hours the hundreds of missiles which have rained down upon our brothers and sisters in Eretz Yisrael. These are overwhelming times, times in which we must daven, we must lobby the Ribbono Shalolam, the master of the universe, to usher in a period of peace, to save us from our enemies, to give chizuk to the holy soldiers of the IDF, to give incredible siyat dishmaya to our leaders to be able to lead our ancestral homeland during these tumultuous times. But we gain chizuk, we gain strength by looking towards the future as well. Because, you know, the day will come when Mashiach will come in Mirat Hashem. The Beis Hamikdash will be rebuilt. There will be ongoing unity in Am Yisrael, and not just in times of crisis, but in times of Shalom, in times of tranquility as well. You know, the Gemara Meseches Yuma, also quoted in the Mishnah Pirkei Avos, discusses Asara Nisim Hamikdash. There were ten miracles which occurred with regular frequency inside of the Beis Hamikdash. You know, these miracles were not just happenstance. These miracles were not just the Ribbon Shalom flexing his miracle muscle, showing us, look what I can do. But embedded in each of these miracles were incredible messages. Perhaps we'll spend the next few days going through some of these miracles in an effort to bolster us with excitement and confidence for the beautiful future which lies ahead. One of the miracles that the Gemara discusses is Omdim Tzifufim Umishtachavim Revachim, which literally means when the Jews would stand in the base Hamikdash Omdim, when they would stand together, Tzafufim, they were packed together, Tzafuf, it was very crowded. But Mishtachavim, when they would prostrate themselves, when they would bow down, Revachim, there was plenty of room. And Rashi explained, Rashi the Rabbi Yona, both explained that in fact this unique miracle was Dafka during Yom Kippur. Why was it necessary for Yom Kippur? Because in Yom Kippur, the Jews would prostrate themselves. Whenever the Kohen Gadol would utter the name of God, they would prostrate. And during prostration, they would say vidui, they would recite confession. And Rashi says something amazing. If I'm bowing down, I'm prostrating myself to confess, confession is a very private thing. And if someone else is literally right next to me, in my Dalaramas, in my personal space, I'm going to be very reticent to confess my sins. Because at the end of the day, my Averis and my confession of those Averis is a personal avoda between me and the Ribbono Shalolam. So Rashi explains that in order not to inhibit the personal process of tshuva, the personal process of repentance, in order not to stymie my ability to confess my sins, there was an incredible miracle. That even though when we stood up in the base of Mikdash, Omdin Tifu were packed in, when we each bowed down and we each took the opportunity to confess our Averos Tzifufim, there was plenty of room for everyone. But the great Tzadik, Rabbi Nachman of Katz, the Katzker, says that there's an additional message embedded in this incredibly important miracle. He says, Omdin, there are some people who always stand their ground. There are some people who always have to be right. There is no other way. There are no other opinions. There is no other approach. It's my way or the highway. And they stand their ground on every single issue, big or small. They can never be wrong. They're always right, says the Katzka. People like that, Omdim, they always stand their ground. Tzifufim. There is no room for anyone else. You know, when a person always has to be right, when you give no room for other points of view, even if you disagree with them, 
when you don't acknowledge the fact that other people may see things, interpret things, believe things differently than you do, it's stifling. There's no room for anyone else. Omdim, if you always stand your ground, you always draw your lines, you always have to be right, it's stifling for anyone else. There's no room for anyone else. But Mishnachavim, says the Katzker, when you learn to yield, when you learn to bow, when you learn to yield, suddenly revachim, there's room for everyone. When you begin to realize in life that you don't always have to be right, and when you begin to realize in life that it is so much easier sometimes just to let it go as opposed to standing your ground, suddenly you begin to realize that there's room for everyone. And I think what the Katsukar is highlighting over here is an incredible dynamic in life. There are things in life for which we have to stand up for. And there are situations where we cannot yield. And there are certain circumstances where I must be right and maybe there is no other opinion. There are certain times where I have to draw my line in the sand and say this is the way that it is. But I would venture to say that 95% of the time, it's so much better to be an easygoing person. <laughs> It's so much better to yield. Yield, not such a big deal. Okay, I think I'm right. You think you're right. Here, go ahead. I'm going to yield. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bow. You know why? Because it's not worth the fight. Because it's not worth the confrontation. Because it's not worth the negativity. And something amazing happens. When you begin to yield to others, over time they'll begin to yield to you. And when we begin to yield to one another, when we begin to bow to one another, when we begin to make when we begin to acknowledge the differences of opinion, we begin to acknowledge the individuality of each other, there's room for everyone. If a person always stands their ground, always has to be right, there's room for no one. But if at the end of the day I learn the art of yielding, the art of bowing to the other, giving in when it's really not a big deal acknowledging the opinions and the individuality of the other, there's room for everyone. You know, this is a lesson that cloudy so we often learn in times of tragedy. No one mourns like the Jewish people. When we mourn, when there's sadness, when there's loss, when there's tragedy, we are the most tight-knit nation. No one is like the Jewish people. But for some reason, when things are good, when there's simcha, when there's no adversity, no challenge, no difficulty, sometimes we end up drawing our lines all the time with one another. The secret to our success is know when to draw your line, but more often than not, learn to yield, learn to bow, learn to give in, learn to acknowledge, learn to accept the individuality and the other opinion of one another. And Amir Tashem will quickly come to realize that there is room for everyone. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.